All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? What is going on right now is that not a lot of people showed up for the podcast today. Welcome to episode 371 of the Real Life Podcast presented by the HGA Group, who we love very much. A little light. Liam, hello. It happens. I'm back. Liam's back. We needed somebody. MJ. We need a third leg of the tripod. Whoa. (laughs) Or as Liam said earlier, a BLT sandwich. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's workshop it. I don't even like BLTs, to be honest. Not a big tomato guy. I'm not a big what guy? Some tomato. Thank I, you. I prefer the English pronunciation. This is a Western tomato. Podcast. Tomato. Mm-hmm. tomato. The interesting thing about the, about that though would be you, uh, there's no way you say potato. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same word structure, you know. I never understood it. That's a good point, actually. Potato, tomato. Yeah. So let's help, talk about it. BLT. BLT. What's the, what's the idea? Bagged milk. Liam Hyla show. <laughs> <laughs> The idea was we would start a betting show together. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about doing a betting show for a while. Yeah. It's just the stars have to align. Well, we just have to actually carve out some time. It's not like we don't have the ability and the technology. Why would would we ever find the equipment? Yeah. Especially I have it all in my house. I would have to restructure my deal. Structure your deal. (laughs) Is that the biggest asshole thing I've ever said? Oh, yeah. Wanya's here. Let's let him in. Restructure your deal. (laughs) <laughs> no, how's that? Uh, yep, that's 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 a fair answer to what I just <laughs> yeah, said. No, that's the answer. Uh, Wanya, can you hear us? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Good chat. Podcast off to a flying start, and there's Guerrero with a deep drive to right. Oh. That doesn't get me my bet though. Oh, he dropped. Oh, he dropped it, it. Does that count? That might or is not that be an error. So things that are going on. Oh, there's a lot of people in the waiting room. Who's all in? Okay. Hit admit that one too. Who's that? We have multiple Wanyes. Oh, oh, all right. Hey, there we go. There's hey, a new Wanye and a new Wanye, and he got a haircut, a fresh cut. Hello, everybody. We are recording already, so we're just rolling. It's a very real oh, lifey episode of Real Life. Good thing I didn't come on here and just start telling you my social insurance number right off the hop. I was hoping <laughs> you would. It happens more often. I'd be red faced. That's a double. Um, Bag milk and I watching the Blue Jays game because I have an episode of Blue Jays Nation Radio to record right after this, so I need to be in tune with what the Bluebirds are doing. Am I sitting in on that? Well, there's a few questions spring to mind. Sorry to interrupt you, Bag milk, but I'm livid about this topic. You see, it's the hot button issue. Mm-hmm. Why are you text or tweeting each other at like nine in the morning saying you're going to work to watch baseball? Why is baseball on at nine in the morning? 
Do you want it? So I walked in the office. Tyler's like, Hey, the Jays game starts at 1130. I'm going to go down to the office early. And I was like, okay, I'll come watch the baseball game with you. But then as I got here, I was trying to figure out the fucking economics of major league baseball, where you can have a game at 1130 on a Thursday. And I don't know how many people are at Fenway park right now, but it's way more than zero. That's for sure. <laughs> Wasn't it's crazy. Like, why don't you just have it at night? I don't understand. Cause I don't uh, get it either. Cause the Jays, so like for the Jays, they only get one day off in the next 21 days. They play 20 of the next 21 days. So tonight they need to be on a plane to fly to the next city. So they play a bunch of matinees in the middle of the week. So you can have a travel day. Why don't they just give these fucking like, guys how do one other day teams, off? Other leagues do it. They're not playing at bloody noon. There's like seven games, games going on right now. It's crazy. It's very wow. difficult for my fantasy team. I am also here. Yeah. <laughs> we also walked through the uh, p- correct pronunciations of tomato, tomato, potato, potato, potato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is crazy. I couldn't make like, why did the zoom say one thirty on it? Let's bring everybody into our administrative snafus. Uh, the so- invite says one thirty, and it has names of people I've never met. So we're going to be joined at 1.30 by Ben Hebert, our boy Benny Hebes, and Mark Kennedy, who have uh, teamed up with Brendan Botcher to create the, uh, what did you call it, Liam? The su- a super team? The dream team. The dream team in the world of curling. So we're going to t- chat with them about the formation of the dream team. And uh, that's all brought to you by our friends at Points Bet Canada, live in Ontario. So that's why the Zoom invite said 1.30, because I didn't want our guests to be confused. I said in our group chat earlier, I said, we good for one today. I realized, though, where my mistake was made. Details. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I also know that Jay said he wanted to hop in. Yeah, because he wanted to talk about the vibe at Roger's place last night. It and was awesome. Were you there? I was there. I was row 10. It was awesome. I've never which been which zone? Long. Which attacking zone? Um, Oilers second period. So I got the ah. second period, which... Got a high goal right in front of you. Hyman goal right there. What was it like at Roger's last night? It was really good. <laughs> It was a girl next to me and it was, it was an experience to say the least. She was really feeling it last night and she was like, last Thursday of the week celebration. Yep. So the third period, interesting. she was like getting snacks the entire game. Every time she came back to her seat, she had something new. She bought a foam finger. Oh, nice. Yeah. A t-shirt. Got it. She you had, what are those, um, soda ice cream things? A frosty. Is that what it's called? No, uh, a float. A floaty. She had a float. Just a float. Just a float. Hold on. Just hold float. on. Just selling floats at games? Yeah. I guess so. It was, wow. It must have been I haven't been to Rogers large. so, I haven't been to Rogers place in so long. They've got now got a float game I was unaware of. <laughs> and it's like separate stands that sell only the float and they look mm. like old parlors. Cool. What? Yep. Wanya, we're missing out. mustaches on the baristas? Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh, and she, so they were, I, I went to a game last, they were selling Zimas. You know what those are? <laughs> no. <laughs> last time I went to a game, I got a Zoom as I walked in. A yeah. Zoom. Last time I was there, they tried to sell me a Zima and I was like, whoa, easy Zima. Huh? <laughs> I'll have a crystal Pepsi, please. Delish. And they supplied it, which was quite in vogue at the time. Back to the game. So in the third period, I think the vibe that Jay was talking about was people would continue with well, DJ was play a song and then people would continue to sing the song. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And this girl, yeah. <laughs> this girl next to me, I don't even think she had one alcoholic beverage. She was just having the time of her life. High on life. Was, High on foam finger. Oh, the yeah, excitement of a new foam finger. She, <laughs> <laughs> she would put her head right back on the chair. <laughs> you can't even describe this <laughs> without laughing. The hair like dangling back over the seat. And just would sing this song at the top of her lungs with her eyes closed. And I was like, well, why didn't is- you video this? It's not like you can make something go viral. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it. I, I could barely look without laughing. I couldn't, couldn't believe what was going on. And she was written for was- an entire game. There <laughs> was, was one point. Hey guys, know- it's me, Liam. I'm on an Oilers podcast. Sort of. <laughs> I'm on an Oilers podcast. And I saw the funniest thing in the Oilers game. Hey Liam, did you record it? I no. can describe it. I live in the moment. <laughs> I don't, li- I don't live online. I live in. What? Yes, you do. You live online with us. <laughs> we all live together. I live in the well, moment. I was tweeting every bet right I made. Talking about this. <laughs> what was her? Uh, what was the best song that she was singing? Yeah, um, Sweet Caroline. Maybe I heard that oh, one in the third oh, period. Oh, Joey. What? Living on a prayer. Oh, living on a prayer. Oh, it wasn't got living it. on a prayer. And oh, it was, it was uh, just eighties <laughs> white people anthem night. Hey, it, it was. was. Hey, baby. 
Uh, <laughs> nah, so that goes along with that one. But yeah. then the clock, the clock, the song finished and she just, she kept going. Mm-hmm. But it really, it did kick off off Sweet Caroline. That's what really got everyone going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell on TV, like it was audibly loud mm. for like, I'll say 20 seconds after the song. Ended. Yeah, like three or four songs in a row. Whoever the DJ was at night was really... That really makes me happy. Crowd. Yeah. I like when there's a vibe at Rogers place. Cause one, often it's way too quiet. In there. there was one kid who took his shirt off. Must've been like eight and was waving it around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the move. <laughs> on the jumbo run. It was. You give her good. son. But when I do it, I get asked to leave, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh sure. That kid can do it, but I cartwheel down one aisle. Yeah. I throw my pants on the ice one time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it would happen if you like took a photo of Hunter? And you went to like a mascot design company and you said, I want a mission impossible level of detail replica of Hunter. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah. all right, are you going to make money with this? And you're like, no. no. no, no. And they're like, okay. I'm like, I'm a huge fan of Hunter. And like, what if I just like showed up at a game and I was like indistinguishable from real Hunter? Yeah. But you were in like a rival Jersey maybe for a sport no, no, that no, wasn't no, even no, being no, played. No. Like I show up identical to Hunter to the Jersey being replicated <laughs> and then accuse the other hunter of being fake. And then can you imagine the images that would go viral of like you resisting arrest and then them having to like forcibly take down fake hunter that some people might look but imagine at. real hunter, the shock of the person <laughs> inside real hunter yeah. as another hunter walks up. I'll be like, Hey man, sorry that you got fired. He sees his doppelganger trying to like, climb what? up on the railway. Like, well, look, where'd I get this? Do you think I got this online at a special store? No, you're fired. You've got your own drum that says Hunter 2 on it. For some yeah. reason, I'm just picturing like Scooby-Doo when they unmask the villain. Like, who is it? Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's one. Because no one, like, I could just take my head off and be like, hey, it's me, the guy inside Hunter. And they'd be like, well, we don't know what he looks like. That guy looks credible. So I denied, I had this thought along the lines. Let's say hypothetically, I had a picture on my phone of what the guy of what real Hunter looks like, what the guy looks like, right? I walk up to him at a game and I like act like I want to take a selfie. Gotcha. But then, I, but then I just hold up the photo of him to him. Would he react at all, or would he be so trained that he would be like? Not it's like if I walked up to him hypothetically with a photo of him and was like. Cheese. Like, what would he do? I bet he's a purple ganger hunter would take 14 weeks. Well, maybe 16 with the supply chain. It sounds like you might actually know how to get this done. Well, I'm oh. sure there's got to be some sort of mascot company. If you're like, Hey, yeah, yeah, of course. I really like my local town mascot. I would like as a collector to have one. Can you do this? They'd be like, sure. <laughs> I don't think it's much harder than that. There's a mascot company just called the mascot company. So I feel like they'd be able to help. <laughs> I feel yeah. like Hunter would be really expensive. Oh yeah. Well, what's, like, what's your ballpark? That's the highest quality <laughs> mascot level. Like if there's tiered quality and they're like, Hey, do you want the gold? That's Hunter. I'm trying to find some. So this, the mascot company that I just found makes some NHL yeah. mascots, but I can't find any. So they make SJ Sharky. Let me say he's not a good looking mascot. Hunter's no. costume is better. So the mascot company might not be the one for us. Well, listen, listen, I just want to get some ballpark figures here. Just figure out what we're trying to spend here. Imagine you showed up at a flyers game as evil gritty and you're like green, <laughs> but you're gritty. Oh, alternate gritty would be excellent. So what I've got, and here you have a little it. gritty and you're like, it's your gritty. So from the mascot company, a typical investment for a full mascot costume head to toe should be in the five to $6,000 range. There's no way they feel according to the mascot company that you should pay more than this. There's no need to pay more. So the there's no there. need to play more. Surely it doesn't include all my different costumes and things though. That's just from a base. Uh, oh, you want to do an outfit hunter. changes? Yeah. Yeah. My little outfits and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, so sorry. How much was it? Uh, about six grand. And then you think about 300 bucks to go to a kid's party. Yeah. So we got a side right? hustle going on here. You got yeah, 20 yeah. parties and you're broke even on this thing or one strip off. And if you're, if you're, if you're green, gritty, if you're green, gritty, I feel like you can charge more than the 300, you know, green, gritty. Imagine just showing up at a flyers game, green, gritty yeah. and just smuggling the costume in pieces and then assembling <laughs> it in the bathroom and just walking out green, gritty. Everyone would assume it's a bit that they don't know about. Well, what happened when you guys went to the, the battle of Alberta what, dressed as turtles? 
Yeah. I mean, the did audio- you have to put like, you did, you didn't carry the costume in. You were wearing it as you walked we through security. walked up and walked in. Yeah. And what no else? one was we like, didn't get, everyone was like, ah, we didn't get two feet without taking pictures. It was crazy. <laughs> like it took us probably an hour to get through Fort hall. Mm-hmm. Never in my life have I regretted doing a mascot related thing nearly as much as that. Because I was like, damn, man, this is a lot of pictures. It'd be hard to be Justin Bieber. And I'm not even singing or dancing. Yeah. You're just a turtle. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. a famous, famous turtle. Yep. More famous than actually Chuck. I don't think he would get that mob if he walked through Fort Hall. Well, Maybe get a tomato to the head. Absolutely. Now, if we raise up $6,000, we can have all the hunters we want. Well, that's the play, right? If the Oilers lay an egg about it, then 20 hunters show up next game. That's terrifying. You're like, oh no. 20 hunters? That's terrifying the children at Rogers Place. Imagine what would they do? Ah, shenanigans. (laughs) Evil doings. Whatever. Whatever plans. Oh, the world is your oyster at that point. And then we. Your M track, when you were in the romper, were you being stopped for photos left and right? Consistently. So much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You enjoy that though, right? I mean, I was drunk, so like the vibes were there. You've got a celebrity smile. I respect it. No, so the thing is, and this is what my family always jokes about, is I don't smile with my teeth when I'm sober. I just do kind of like a smirky grin. But when I'm drunk, I'm like a mouth open smiler. That's so- great though. You look like a like legitimate media guy. Like you look like somebody people would stop for photos. But straight up, if you just like go to my Instagram you can tell how drunk I am in any given photo based on how large my smile is and how, <laughs> so like this one for Amber's birthday, shit faced at a wedding, big smile, yep. sober at Neuler's game. Nice little smile. Mountains. Nice little smile. Drunk, huge smile. Romper, massive smile. You know, sometimes you got to, you know, I feel it. That's life though. You know? Yep. Uh, I feel like I'm a vibe. That's such a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. anything that is a vibe is the Tyler or Chuck. I suppose. So these cats come on the show are curler extraordinaires. Yeah. They're like, uh, they're coming up with the super team. Is they, that what Liam's the dream team? Yeah. Oh. Not your Philadelphia Eagles dream team, but like your, MJ I don't get the reference. Team. Explain. Well, I don't remember what year it was, but Philadelphia, do you remember that Tyler? They like got all these guys and they were going to be the dream team. And then they had like six wins in a season. Was that, oh. was, was that when they got Vic or was that before that? I think it was the first year they got yeah. Vic and then they were horrendous. Mm. But then MJ, we all know the story. Two MJ references in this podcast so far. When and that would be MJ. Michael Jordan? Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. You need to be more specific. Yeah. Jackson yeah. 5 reunited. That was at the dream. No, team. not Michael Jackson. Mitch Jenkins. Are you even listening? <laughs> <laughs> Are you even uh, listening to this story? Montel Jordan is the only MJ I will acknowledge. <laughs> Montel Jordan. <laughs> but yeah, this curling team, pretty good. Pretty good. Ben Heber. Ben Heber. show before. Yeah. So uh, break it down guy. for me, like bio style, so that everybody listening knows too. When they We've had him on the like show him. already. Yeah. So Heber's an Olympic gold medalist. Was Damn! In the, was in the Briar last, this final, last mm-hmm. time, and he's won the Briar a few times. Then you have Galan. He's won the Briar? He's won the Briar. He was a first with Cooey. Mm-hmm. And then you have Galan. I can't remember his first name. Can't. Cameron? Brent. That sounds right. Which bro? Uh, I guess he's not. You show. know what I'm going to do? I'm going to check it up. Well, he just won the Briar with uh, Gushu, Brad Gushu, which is, cr- so the craziest thing about that one is they only had three guys for the entire knockout elimination round because Brett, yeah. their third, Nichols, had COVID. So they can only play with- Ernie Nichols? Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, wow. they can only play with three players and they won the Briar. Which is nuts. And what? Then, yeah. Down a man? Down a man. They won the Briar. So oh Gallant God. was throwing second and third. Wiles also sweeping for the first and the skip. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Has um, this ever happened in the history of everything? I don't think before a Briar has ever been won by three, but I don't know. I'm a recent Isn't there an fan. alternate? They didn't no, have one. They didn't. They didn't bother bringing one. Didn't no. want to have to cut up that money. Yeah. And they just. Ooh. They just got bronze at the Olympics. And I think they won an Olympics too. Like maybe he didn't, but Gushu did. No sure. way. So they went to China. They went to China and they finished third. So he's an oh Olympic my. bronze. Mark Kennedy's won the Brian multiple times with Alberta. I'm really excited to be on this podcast today, boys. I'm not going to lie to you. I Normally, think, not so much. I think he's a gold medalist too with Kevin Martin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what was funny about that? I don't know. I just like how Liam embraces curling 
you know? It's the best. Like you drove down to Lethbridge to go to the Briar. I went for one day to the Briar. You drove 12 hours round trip. Yep. 13 hours round to trip. To see them win with three players? I, I actually didn't go to the final. Did you cry? But I went to the third place. I went to, I watched Boccia, whose team they're now on, mm-hmm. lose to Gushu's team, who Gallant is now with. <laughs> that was crazy. Damn, Liam, you love curling. My girlfriend and her family are like the biggest curling fans. Her dad actually commented on the botcher post and said, wow, this is a green, t- <laughs> wow, this is a dream team. And he put a, a love heart on it yep. and he got 10 likes. One from Mark Kennedy's wife, actually. Hey, so, well, let's not bring that big, up. Pretty big. Yep. I, uh, I sent it to him. I woke up my girlfriend on, on Monday when it was announced to tell her the news. I love that part of it too. We should have almost saved that for when we talked to the guys. Um, I don't mean to cut off the curling talk, um, but I want to talk a little bit more Oilers. Okay. Because we got like eight minutes here until the guys are going to join us. How about Connor McDavid coming out? Oh my God. Three point night. He comes into it and it's like, hey, you know, Huberto just jumped him for the Art Ross. Like, ooh, is McDavid. It's like he took it personally. And he was, McDavid was like, oh yeah. Even on the empty netter, most circumstances, two seconds left, he tries to pass that or he just circles back. But you could tell he was like, oh no, this is going in. Well, I really needed that extra point for no particular reason at all. For, as Liam said yesterday, the love of the game. <laughs> and uh, so to get that with uh, two seconds left, very, very happy last night. Connor did well for me. And it is no coincidence that the three point night comes a few days after I give him the nickname Connie Mac. And let me well, read the comments on the let's post. Let's just say that suppressing that online is becoming increasingly difficult. So shut up. People are loving it. Um, they re- are not loving it. I, fe- I feel like it's very split. It. it is not love. Let me read you the comments. Connie on- Mac sounds I- like a lady that my aunt goes to bingo with. Mm-hmm. That also moonlights as a, uh, let's see. Connie Mac. Nail technician will come to your house. I was going to say, uh, Connie Mac is trying to loop you into her pyramid scheme for sure. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Gooch. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. She runs an MLM for sure. And you want the greatest athlete of the modern era to have the same name as her? Yeah, come she's on. got like Tupperware sales come going on. on at her house right now. Comment on the real life page. Mr. Gooch. Connie Mac is fire. And you're I'm not going to read. We're not Gooch, listening to Mr. Gooch. Burner <laughs> Mr. Gooch. I'm not going to read any of the other comments. Mr. Gooch yeah, is the authority. All you. you talking to you. I invented this trick. Actually. So there was the one guy who's always on the real life account telling me I should be fired. Like he, he goes on these rants like once a month. It's hilarious. And then someone on this podcast, not me was on one of the Edmonton river Valley accounts clapping back at him. And the yeah, guy yeah. was like mad at me. He was going, I remember going to other accounts now. Hey, like what makes you yeah, think I, I run that account? Me, you prick. Check, <laughs> 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 you know, I'm on like my ninth account by now. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that you guy was like, yeah, me. good one, you're Remchuk, hiding behind your fake account. Oh, yeah. You're, you should have been like, you think I'm a dork enough to make an Edmonton River Valley nature account? <laughs> uh, like, wow, well, whatever. It's pretty cool. And then uh, the guy obviously interacts with our podcast a lot. Ooh, let Jay in. Um, he interacts with our podcast a lot, so I decided to follow him. And then he just DM'd and he was like, why the fuck are you trying to follow me? Oh, like, my God. Sorry. Because you're nice? Who's this guy? <laughs> This guy. I'm Imagine one day your Amtrak someone reveals to you that like the top 10 people you think you're talking to online, none of them are real. And they're all you. It's just all catfish. Uh, well, Jay, you here? Go to the little window where <laughs> this great podcast. Yeah, go like participants down at the bottom. I don't. So now I'm going through the there comments on the nation real life account and people uh, love the nickname Connie Mac. They're all in on nope. it. If, if by love, nope. you mean everyone specifically hates it. <laughs> really? I didn't everyone get that vibe. During this episode of Tyler tries, I discuss, I suggest renaming the segment Tyler fails. Mm. Nope. Don't like that. My son calls him McDavy the gravy. <laughs> I don't like Davo one drip. I like Davo. No. Um, Jay Downton is here and he's walking outside, which means probably going to be tremendous audio. <laughs> Jay, can you put a lid on this alternate Connor nickname garbage, please? You're the authority on nickname. Tyler is really trying to sell Connie Mac. No, we'll I'm, I'm not having any of it. Connie Mac. Jay, you there? 
Good idea. Yeah, I'm there. It's AirPod. Beautiful sky scene behind Jay as well. Oh, thank you. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm going to put my hoods over my head. Try to like an eight mile, <laughs> like an eight mile. I'm done. I'm in full eight mile mode walking. You no, know cool. I just watched eight mile again cool, over the cool weekend. Walking, cool walking to my next rap battle. Yes. All right. Uh, Jay, Can what you was... fire your M truck for trying to make Connie Mac <laughs> a thing? I'll have the labor board on your ass. No, I say that's well, fair. That's grounds for dismissal. I, I, I feel like they would side with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, they'd I, be like, we're doing Connie McDavid, a Canadian icon, a huge uh, help. Yeah, like they 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 rule against atrocities, which you are trying to commit here. <laughs> yeah, I, like so. when people are saying it on Twitter, I'm specifically yelling at them and saying, "Shut up! Yeah. Don't say that name." Yep. Like I like I like the West Side Story that's forming in the debate, but it's it, it's terrible. I don't like it at all. At the same time, Jay uh, Davo is got- terrible too, right, Jay? Davo, that's what the players call him, I think. Right? So it's ah. like, uh. Jay, we have two minutes until Ben Hebert and Mark Kennedy are going to join uh, the show. Um, your audio isn't great, but I'll deal with it for now. Uh, can okay. you give us your give us your rant on the vibes at Rogers Place last night? Well, I'll try to see if I can rant about it. But it was it was interesting. Obviously, there was a lot of energy in the building because Clinchmas is upon us. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of added to it. But what was happening that was so interesting in the third period? Now, I haven't been to a game in maybe three weeks. So I don't know if this something was new to to last night or new or that's been happening for the last little bit. Like, first of all, we're getting waves going in the first period. So Mm -hmm. people are coming to have a good time, which is always good to see. I mean, the vibes are good. I love a good wave. Uh, Yeah, I love a good vibe. Yeah, exactly. So what what was happening that was neat uh, in the third is they started playing like classics, like uh, Sweet Caroline, uh, hey baby. John Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. And so what would happen is they'd play it for the, the little bit, and then the puck would drop, and then the fans would continue singing it. Hmm, and I'm yeah. like, is it like, which is interesting, because like a, a lot of, you know, not a lot, but there's a few teams that have got songs where they start it, and then the fans will sing it for a part of the, part of a period like, we need a like, thing so badly yeah. that we do a game so, it's, like, it's like at colorado it, it, ga- it's like at colorado yeah. games when they do all the small things and the crowd basically finishes it i love that yeah and so that was ha- that happened like three different times with three different songs and it yeah. was natural like it wasn't they weren't trying to like tee it up where they just started and stopped and let it like they just did it during the like the break and play or in between whistles and then the fans just started going with it and I'm like, this is like this. Like, to me, I think this was extremely organic. So for something like, and, th- and that's where this shit has to come from, right? You can't, you can't force this stuff. So the fact that it was naturally happening, I was getting so excited. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this is something that can continue. The other thing that was super cool about last night is Smitty's two, uh, <laughs> two goal shot. Uh, that was so good. Oh, it was so good. But like standing out, everyone just started standing and giving them a standing ovation. Like we don't do standing ovations ever. No, we don't. And yeah, I love that Smitty went for it too. Like when you're hot, you're hot. Let her go. Let her buck. I loved it. I would. Oh, I, I so desperately no wanted they, to see they, it. They knocked both down. Like what are the odds? He had to get more height on them though. <laughs> I know. Well the, well, the first one I'm like, okay, I got it. Cause it was like, he shot it at, in the direction of a guy. The other time the guy was doing a flyby and like mm-hmm. intercepted it. I'm like, oh fuck the luck on that one. Jay. Um, I love you. Yeah. But your audio sounds like what chewing on gravel feels like. Okay, is that better now? Um, Strangely, yes. <laughs> should we should we get to our interview here? I took my hood off. I thought if I put my hood on, I would be able to like be better uh, sounding blocking out the wind. But the wind isn't that bad, so I'm sans hood. All right, let's uh, let's bring in our friends here. Always a pleasure to be joined on the Real Life Podcast by our boy Ben Hebert, Benny Hebes, and he brought a friend with him today, Mark Kennedy. Mark, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. Hello, hey, hey guys, thanks for having me. An old an old friend. We used to be friends, then we we were enemies for four years. Now we're back. Now we're friends again. Yeah, that also is how you could describe the relationships on this podcast. So it makes a ton of sense. Okay, <laughs> um, let's uh, the news that. Like Liam, I like your story on Whoa, this. Whoa, Ben, Ben, do you also just declare yourself being a vibe? Being a what? A vibe. A vibe. I'm definitely a vibe, boys. I'm there a good go. vibe. 
a bartender or sorry, a bouncer in Nashville told your Chuck he couldn't go into a bar because he was unironically wearing a romper out. <laughs> And he goes, you can't come in this bar dressed like this. No, no, And your no. M-Chuck look him dead in the eye and goes, I'm a vibe. <laughs> no, no, hold up. That's hold, hold up. Accurate, accurate account. No. That, that is, story has been corroborated by multiple witnesses. That is such bullshit. <laughs> Tell me what parts are lies. The amount of the amount of vodka you must have had down the hatch to drop that line is next level. No one drops that at a bar in Nashville. No, <laughs> no. especially, in especially a with a romper on. Yeah. We're visiting. We're we're guests. I am That's going good. to try to salvage my reputation here and give the actual story. A few months ago, the deal was if. The listeners raised $500 for a charity. Chalmers' mother-in-law would custom make an Oilers romper that I would wear to our season opening party. And I busted it out for our nation vacation to Nashville to watch the Oilers game. And a and a whatever bouncer at a bar after the game was like, you don't meet our dress code. And I was like, what? It's a vibe. And he was like, no, get out of here, man. That's the no, story. You're a vibe, not it's a no, vibe. No. You I declared yourself you, a vibe. Yes, exactly. You told us you did that. I like that story. I respect. I'm a vibe. Uh, if yeah. you don't, uh, if you don't believe it yourself, no one else is going to. All right. Steering it back on track. Um, yeah, a, a couple of days ago, Liam, you woke up your girlfriend to tell her the news. That's how big of a deal this was in your household. This was big. I'm a, I'm a new curling fan the last year or so, mm-hmm. but my girlfriend and her family are huge curling fans. And I woke her up from mid sleep to show her the video of the announcement of the new team. And she was thrilled that I woke her up. Couldn't and go back to sleep. I sent it to her dad and he commented on the post and got eight likes, which is a big deal for him. Big deal. New Fantastic. Too. Uh, viral. He went viral. I like that. <laughs> People are calling you guys the new dream team of the curling world. Uh, how did this all come yeah. together and how fired up are you guys to get this going? I don't Mark, know who wants to take go it. Go ahead. Me. Get away. Me. Well, I'll tell you what, we're, we're excited. We're fired up. It's, uh, it's four pretty amazing curlers. Benny and I are kind of the old guys on the team. We're pretty lucky to be able to to team up with two young studs, you know, probably the, probably the two free agents that you would pick to, to build a team around. Uh, that's who we get to play with. So yeah, we're super jacked. Um, you know, Benny had called me, you know, Ben and I have kept in touch over the years, even though we're not playing together the last four years, we, we've still, uh, we're still really good friends. So we've kept in touch and, and a few, uh, I guess a month ago now, Benny reached out to me, um, and said that him and Brett Gallant were, uh, were thinking of putting a team together in Alberta, um, kind of gave me his pitch about having a four guys in Alberta that can, uh, you know, train together and practice together. And, and this is what they were thinking of doing and pretty tough to turn down. And, yeah, what actually what I, happened? I, what actually happened was Brett called me and said he's moving from Newfoundland to Alberta, and he's mm. like, "Benny, we got to team up in the front end." And I'm like, "Well, there's no other guy I'd want besides him. He's a freak, right? M- monster sweeper, probably the best second in the world. He's 30." But I'm like, "You know, we're gonna need some shooters. We're gonna need a back end." And he, Brett's probably the only guy as cocky as me. And he goes, "Well." <laughs> He goes, well, if you and me are playing front end, they're not going to say no to us. So we built the team from the bottom up and then we snared Mark, my old teammate, who's, you know, I think he's the best third in the world. And Brennan Botcher up and coming skip for a four-year plan. I think that, uh, you know, what he's done the last five years, Briar playoffs five years in a row. Mm-hmm. And us all being in the same province, being able to put that work in, we're, uh, we're pretty stoked. I haven't been this excited in a while to get back uh, with a new fresh team, a little new blood and, and get it rolling. I'll tell you what, well guys, done. This, this could be the first team ever that was built from the front end. Usually it's like a, a skip or a third gets together and it's like, okay, which front end pigeons are we going to pick up to sweep our rocks? And, you know, you kind of have your pick of who you want. This could be the first time ever that a lead and a second got together and said, we are so freaking good. We're going to go ask whoever we wanted. And they did. It's amazing. Worked out. It worked. It really is. This was also like an insane off season in the curling world. Like it felt like there was that stretch there for whatever it was two weeks where there was just news that this team is splitting up and this person's going there men's and women's side. And I, I think that's like good for the sport. Like I was glued to curling Twitter, whether it's Devin Aru or Vic router and what they were breaking with this. What were your guys thoughts on kind of how the last few months in the curling world have kind of broken down? God, well, we kind of knew a little bit just Mm -hmm. from knowing the players and the teams. We knew there was going to be a big shuffle on the table. I don't know if we knew as players, you know, how big it was going to be. But um, 
you know, the, the landscape of the curling is changing. You know, the Olympics is a big thing. European teams are kicking our ass. So we kind of got to, you got to regroup here in Canada. And, and I was saying to Mark, when we tried to build this team, I know when, when I played with Kevin Martin out of Edmonton and even Kevin Cooley out of Calgary here, we were just trying to build the best team in Alberta, which kind of by default made you one of the best teams in Canada. And if you're the best team in Canada, you were the best team in the world. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. You know, if we're really trying to win gold medals and get to the top of the podium Olympics worlds, you got to try to build the best team in the world because what these companies are doing or these, these teams are doing overseas, you know, it's just too much to, uh, it's too much to handle over here. If we're going to be grabbing guys from all over the country and not putting the time in like they are. So that's kind of how our team formed. And I think we weren't the only one. I think there's a lot of teams on the women's side that did the same thing. You know, the Hasselberg and Pets the teams from Switzerland, Sweden, uh, Eve Nearhead in Scotland, you know, they're dominating the, the women's game as well. So some really good women's teams stacked up. It, and here's the thing, even as a curler, you know, I'm pumped, obviously. I'm, I'm intrigued, obviously, see how we're going to do and other teams, but I'm a fan of the game. Like, I can't wait to watch the the women's and see what happens there. And when we're not playing, watch the other men's team and kind of see who gels and who doesn't. Because the first year, you know, it's a feeling out process. You could come out flying. I remember our first year with Kevin Martin, we won like our first 40 games in a row. It was gross. And then we, you know, came back from there. But when we started with Cooey, we were kind of brutal out of the gates. And then we got really good after that. So it'll be interesting to see who gels, what kind of teams come out on top. But uh, I like our chances if we uh, if we work hard and, and put the put the effort in because uh, we sure got the talent. That's for sure. Where is home base going to be for you guys? Hey, Alberta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know yet. I think uh, we got to talk about who's going to be our coach, mm-hmm. where we're going to practice. But I mean, it is only a couple hour drive. So if we got to wheel up to Edmonton and meet in Red Deer, the boys come down to Calgary, you know, we're going to get a, we're going to get a lot of FaceTime in together. I know with my current team and Mark's being out in uh, Northern Ontario, you know, we don't get that face-to-face team practice quite as much as we'd want. So that's going to be uh, something that we're going to be doing for sure. Like we did in the old days when, when we had Kmart throwing the stones for us. Where are you, hey, Tyler? Are you uh, are you curling these days? Oh yeah, Saint Albert Curling Club. Yeah, that's what Benny was saying. What uh, what league are you in? Uh the Tuesday Men's Draw is where I was this year. Um, awesome. How, how's that going? I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I, on earth? What the hell do you guys care about? Crappy little vibe. Right? He's, he's a vibe. He's a vibe. He's a vibe out there. God, your rem check. This, this is going to go straight to your head. I uh, maybe uh, maybe when we come up to Edmonton to practice one night when I'm sleeping over at the old Kennedy basement, we'll come sub for you Tuesday night. Absolutely. Um, put the fear. Put the fear of God into your opponents. Are uh, yeah. Well, only if not. you only if you wear the romper though. I yeah, don't have yeah, good mobility. That's to his skin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see the things you'd see if I curled in that romper. It is, <laughs> it is tight in some not great spots. Um, but you yes. get the meat and the potatoes in that one. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. Um, but yeah, no Tuesday. I see a lot of uh, the Kennedy name on the banners around that rink as well. Yeah. I love that club run a pretty good junior boss spiel there too. So that's uh, that place is pretty close to my heart. Always has been. Yeah, I, I skipped my team in high school and then I didn't curl for a few years. And then when uh, the old men that I curl with now, um, when they brought me in, I, I'm the lead and I love it. It's easy. It's I'm not e- in the term that it's, it's stress free. I don't need to make any <laughs> hey, big shots. Hey, hey. Do not me. It's, easy. <laughs> it's stress That's free. Yeah. I can focus on my beer like it's. And when they sit down at the end and they're like debating these big shots and they got I'm just like, listen, I will. I will do my sweeping. I will work my bag off sweeping and I'll drink my beer and I'm happy with it. Spoken like a true front ender. Sounds like you can play on our team. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Always just make sure you have the first round bot and and the team's happy, right? Yeah, exactly. When do things, we were amping ourselves up before the show. And one of the things we wanted to talk about was, do you guys have any crazy stories from the Olympics? Like just being over there and being in all the lockdowns and like what a different Olympic experience and maybe a conventional Olympic were you guys, game. neither of you guys were there this year, right? Mark, Mark was there. No, Mark was there. Yeah, yeah. He got to be the fifth because he's really nice and he loves everybody. So when they won, they took him as their fifth. What was that like? Was, so it was good. It actually made me a three-time Olympian and Benny's only a two-time Olympian, <laughs> but he won't, uh, <laughs> he doesn't like that. So he calls me a two and a half time Olympian, which is fine. I get it. Still more. It's than a little two. jealous, but that's okay. I'll tell what you what, it was. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. 
three to me as well. So it's all good. I have a bronze medal upstairs to show you too, Benny, if you ever want to see it, but he said he never, oh, wants shit. To see it, so that's fine. Fucking girl. I'm just kidding. Listen, I'll tell you what, it was a, it was an awesome experience. Um, it was different for me. I was in more of a support role as opposed to being one of the, you know, athletes on the ice all the time. So I kind of got to, to help out as much as I could for team Gushu. They were amazing, man. They, they treated me just fantastic. And I think the, uh, the experience itself was interesting. Um, once we got into the bubble there, um, things felt normal. You know, we didn't have as many fans as we would like because they didn't allow any family or friends there. Uh, but once we were in that bubble, it felt pretty safe. And then they put on a great show and yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It wasn't until you left Beijing and came home that you, you kind of remembered that COVID was a real thing again. So, uh, but it was a did really cool experience. Sorry, did were you able to go to no, other events or we just were, do your yeah. own stuff? No, yeah. we did. We got to go to, we went to a couple of women's hockey games. We went to the short track speed skating. Uh, we went to big air. So we were able to jump on a bus and still go and experience it and, and oh, share good. with the other Canadian athletes. So yeah, it was awesome. And, and like Benny can tell you, you know, every Olympic experience is different. Um, but one of the best parts about it is, is being able to share it with the other Canadian athletes and, you know, be able to sit down with them in the cafeteria and get to know them. And yeah, I'm really grateful that I got to have that opportunity. And it was, it was really different for me to do it from a support role. And, I, and I'm glad I, I did it kind of gave me a different perspective as to what the Olympics was all about. And nobody, and, watched uh, this one. <laughs> nobody watched these Olympics anyways, it doesn't matter. Well, I didn't, yeah, I guess the numbers were way down eh? and the time zones. Yeah. That made it tough too, but, but uh, it was super cool. And, and, you know, it just, every time you go, it just makes you want to get back there again. And I know for this team that we're put together, that's kind of our end goal is to get to, to represent Canada at the Olympics again, because Benny and I have some unfinished business from Korea in 2018. So, so hopefully we'll get that opportunity to do it again together. Sick. What was life in the, the bubble next- like? Could you go around and do stuff or was everything like cafeteria style food and then just in your training sessions or whatever you were doing during the day? Like what else could you do? Not much, man. You were in your room or you were in the cafeteria or you were, you know, or you could go to events and watch and that was about it. You couldn't so, go to like independent restaurants and stuff. There's none of oh, that, no. right? No, 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 no. You were stuck inside your bubble. You could jump on a bus that would take you to a specific place, but, um, but that was it. So you were pretty oh, limited as to boy. where you could go. But the, the interesting thing with the Olympics is once you start competing and you're playing two games a day for two weeks, you know, every day gets pretty busy with true just, just games and rest and then another game and then practice sessions. You don't really have time to do anything else. So, um, so I don't really feel like we missed out on too much. Just being able to blow off steam and like go see something or do something at night, like just returning to your room must've been really hard. Yeah. And you know, Benny can attest to that. That's kind of the, the way it is at, at all the Olympics, you know, you, you don't, uh, you're kind of in your dorm room and you you don't really have anywhere else to go. If things aren't going great, you know, we get used to being on tour, being at a briar and you could go to a, go to a Moxie's or go for, go to a Timmy's for a cup of coffee. If you need to get away from your teammates and blow off steam, you don't really have that luxury at at an Olympics because you know, you're Mm. kind of stuck there in the village and you're with each other and it is what it is. So whether it's good or bad, you're stuck together. That's one of the interesting things about the Olympics. Do you remember in Korea after our first couple games, I was playing brutal, but we were winning and you guys went to the women's hockey game. And you didn't go. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going. Remember I stayed back to blow off. So I just got drank like half a crock of whiskey by myself. watching, (laughs) And then I played great after that. I just needed to play a little guilty for, for one game there. And then I rallied. Hey, it happens. I remember in uh, Vancouver, remember Johnny Moe had to get away. Johnny had to get to his yoga. Remember he was got to go. I got to get, got to get to yoga. I got to get out of here. So you got, it's, it's harder at the Olympics to get away, but you still got to find a way to do it. That's right. He's going to just do the mix now, right? Like he's out of the men's game. Yeah. He's shutting her down. We're playing next week. We actually got to play against each other for one more spiel in old yeah. Alberta. Johnny, uh, Johnny called the organizers of the grand slam and said, get me a suite. I'm hosting some retirement parties for my last spiel. So he's going to go out with a bang, I'm sure. And then, yeah, he'll, uh, his next stop will probably be the hall of fame and then a little mixed doubles, but, uh, he had a hell of a career and okay. great teammate for me and Mark for years. And yeah, yeah, he'll do, he'll do just fine. Whatever he plans on doing. It's going to be yeah weird watching these tournaments now and not seeing him around because as long as I can remember, he's always been in the mix in these events. Um, you said one more spiel for you guys and then it's off season mode or what? Yeah. Yeah. We play in olds next week, grand slam with all of our current teams, a little awkward, a little weird, but uh, you know, everyone's 
you know, trying to finish the season with positive and we're playing for a little bit of cash. And then, yeah, May 9th, start up all the new stuff with Team Botcher and Mark and, and Brett Gallant. And, you know, we got a busy summer chasing sponsors, getting all the logistics done for the, you know, a new team, whether it be schedule, you know, uh, all the appearances and stuff that we're going to do, clothing. It just, it's just, yeah, we don't exactly have managers and GMs doing all that for us. So, like, me and Mark and Brendan are going to be busy for the next couple months. Brett's just like, world traveling, getting married, going on honeymoons. And so he's just going to show up and play, but he's 30. He's our, he's our workhorse. So we're going to let him off the hook this summer. (laughs) When you guys put together a team like this, do you assign roles in any way like that? Like, Hey, like you're going to be kind of overlooking this, or is that just something that is inherently left to the vets on the team? Like how does that all get assigned to divvied out? Hey man, that's a, that's a really good question. I think as uh, curling kind of becomes more of a business, your successful teams are the ones that do kind of, uh, lay out those roles and responsibilities. Cause there's lots, you know, like Benny said, there's no GMs or owners. So we're responsible for everything from, you know, sponsorships to practice, to travel, to clothing. So, um, you know, we'll sit down here in May as a group and decide who's taking care of what and, and go from there. But yeah, that's a, that's a big part of successful teams. Any chance you're getting jewels to coach? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we had some great years with Jules and I, I just got to spend the Olympics with them. Um, you know, we were in Vancouver together in 2010 and here we were in 2022 in Beijing together. And Jules is fantastic. He's been a great coach for team Gushu for the yeah. last five or six years, but I think it's fair to say that he probably won't be coaching the new team botcher. <laughs> I love it. Great guy uh, though. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever he comes on the TV, my dad always gets a kick out of him. He's got stories back from old curling clubs of my dad with Jules. They're good stories. Oh, like, like the fifties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Way back. Um, busy summer, obviously, but you guys still going to find time to hit the, hit the golf course a handful of times. Have you been out yet, Ben? Played five rounds. No kidding. Hey. Yeah. How many are you going to play Benny? 80? Am I going to play 90? I usually shoot for about 75 rounds a summer. Holy fuck. But you know, I try to tell my wife it's about 40 and then I try to sneak in the other 30 kind of deals, how I run the program. But I mean, I love to play. It's a hobby. I, it's what I do all summer and work out and then try and tee it up. But it's good now. My kids are getting older. They play junior golf and they want to wheel around in the cart. So good excuse for me to get some uh, daddy uh, kid time. I take them on the course and tell my wife I'm, uh, I'm parenting, but really we're just all just golfing. So it's, it's a pretty good deal for me. That works though. You guys golfers, you guys members anywhere in uh, Edmonton? Not a member. I just kind of skip around to wherever. But uh, when you come up, bag milk, you win. We'll get a we'll get a round in. Jay, I got you. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm a member of the bench club, so we'll have you. Oh, who's the best player amongst you guys? Jay. Oh, Chalmers. Chalmers is not on the call. I'm not good Jay. anymore. Jay, what's your cap? How good are you? I'm uh, probably at ten now. Okay, you got to give me two aside. I like it. Oh, give me a break. Side. That is sandbagger absolute sandbagging bullshit <laughs> <laughs> do you golf a lot mark i used to play quite a bit yeah. um i got two girls they're uh, 13 and 11 and i just find we're gone so much in the winter that I, I i just can't justify leaving that much in the summer so i might get 10 or 12 rounds in a summer but definitely no i don't get to benny heaves numbers that's for sure i don't think a lot of people do no, that's a commitment. Like you got to, you got to go out of your way to play that round. Yeah. I yeah hiding play. 35 rounds in, in of itself should get you in the Olympics. <laughs> how do you have that much black book time on the schedule? <laughs> oh, you, you all know how the game works. Like, Oh shit. This is the round. So long story. Meanwhile, you're, you know, been upstairs in the spike bar for two hours. There's a lot of crushing beers, your buddies. Wow, you guys really get it. You understand sponsor, exactly how it works. A lot of sponsor golf and building relationships, and working for the brand. That's kind of that's my selling working for the me. brand. Yeah, I do sales downtown Calgary too, so I got to take some clients out. We got to tee it up twice a week, so it's a busy, it's a tough grind for sure. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good program you're running. It's a good program. That's right, boys. Who's winning the heart? I'm reading a lot of stuff today. I know you guys are deep into the Oiler brash here, but is Johnny G winning the heart? Well, no. uh, I mean, good gravy. The case is there. Well, the <laughs> you picked the wrong podcast to say that on. Uh, what 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 does PointsBet have it at? PointsBet has Matthews. Oh, see, and it's moving towards Connie Mack here, Connor McDavid. No. Matthews is oh, minus three fifty eight. Do not, not say Connie Mack. We're not doing Connie Mack. 
Thank you. I'm not letting you turn the captain of the Oilers into a guy or into a nice lady who's going to sell me Tupperware. <laughs> All right. Austin Matthews is minus 358 on points bet. Connor McDavid, sorry, is plus 325. He was plus 500 a week ago. And then Goudreau's 11 to 1. So I'm, I, I have love, to put money on it right now, I think I'm taking Johnny G. I think the one stat that stood out for me the most was his even strength points rather, rather than these. Uh, the power play points of McDavid and, and Matthews. Don't you think Johnny G gets the nod or are you guys like haters? You guys hater? Are you guys flame haters? Yes. Well, of course. <laughs> he looks nice. like he's in the eighth grade. <laughs> I hate all 31 teams, but flames and the Leafs, I, I hate proportionately more, but yeah. I will respect Johnny's five on five. What I do love is how dumb Leafs fans are. They're fucking the fucking market and they're betting on Matthews, which is driving yeah. his odds to minus and lifting McDavid and Johnny. So like four days ago, I put a bet on both. I hedged, put more money on McDavid, did a Johnny hedge. But like this, this Matthews thing isn't going to play out, but all these Leafs fans are making the juice, the odds juicier for us on, uh, on McDavid, which is great. Yeah, I'm biased. I'm from Saskatchewan. I moved here. I found out about this Edmonton Calgary hate. But I used to be an Oilers fan. I grew up in the '80s and buddies with Eds. Jordan played there, and Mark used to go to a tons of tons of games. But now I'm here. Flames are steaming. I kind of like the buzz in the city when they're winning. It's kind of fun when both teams win. That's why I was kind of wondering if you guys were haters or if you're just a one side. If we meet the Flames in the playoffs, it will be a great time for Alberta. Oh yeah, there that it would is. be amazing. That we've been owed this. It would be an economic boom. This is, this is this is Regina Pat's Moose Jaw Warrior level of beef. Hey, that is what I grew up. Now, now you're now you're talking my language here. Yeah. The Oilers meet the have- Flames. I'm going to go wild in Calgary bars, trying to knock up as many Calgary chicks as I can, and never call any. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you lose, girl. <laughs> oh, hey, you can't say God. that. Uh, <laughs> Oilers for life. That's good. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of betting, did you uh, do any good on the Masters, Ben? No, I didn't. Oh, oh, who'd you bet on, Benny? Who'd you bet? Well, I took Tiger because I'm weak and sauce. I took Tiger, and then I took Jordan Spieth. I thought like his odds were incredible. I think he paid forty one hundred to one, and now I know why they played incredible because he didn't even make the cut and he was brutal. But of course, he wins two weeks later. You know, I didn't think he was in bad form, but he always does good there. He plays well, and just that twelfth hole, that little pitch and putt par three, always buries him, and he did it again. So uh, no, I won zero dollars. I was Donnie Donator at the Masters this year, guys. Mark, you guys. I I placed. I, a, I, 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 I didn't. Ahead. Sorry, I didn't bet this year. I placed a bet a couple of years ago when I was in Vegas on Tiger to win the Masters the year that he did. Oh no! So shit. that's my that's my oh. claim to betting fame. But I haven't actually placed a golf bet ever since. Well, that's a good way to go that. out. Oh, I can't remember. I think I made. Uh, I think I bet fifty bucks and made. 850 or something like that. Dang. That's good living. That's good living. That would have been after the second round. His odds wouldn't have been that good at the start of the round, would they have? Uh, I, I, I bought it months before the master started. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't even remember. It's quite a few years back now, but yeah. I don't bet as much as Benny. So kind of learning some betting stuff from you guys right now. Shout out to Points Bet Canada. That's <laughs> great. That's how you work that in. Um, all right, boys. Well, uh, appreciate you guys doing this. This is it's always a good time. We'll have to do that. We'll do it again sometime over the summer when I we can actually it. see you. Yeah, or we're gonna get well, up there. We're yeah. gonna get Battle up of there. Alberta. Battle right. of Alberta. Let's go to a game. Okay. Because we have an Oilers fan and we got a Flames fan. And we're boys, just I like both. Fans. I'm not I, I like both. I just like good. Hockey. Switzerland, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's not there, you do not you cannot say both in this province. Well, just well said. One wherever, or the other. wherever the game is, I'll wear that home jersey so I don't get fucking beaten out of there. When uh, when you come up, we'll uh, meet at the studio here. We'll crack a couple of beers and we'll record a nice long podcast. And then we're gonna go to the Edmonton Golf and Country Club and we're gonna video us taking Jay's money. <laughs> I see Skitty. nothing wrong with this plan. Sounds like and Ty's gonna wear his, uh, Ty's gonna wear his romper, <laughs> and yeah, so he's Ty's gonna he's romper. gonna be a vibe all day. <laughs> oh, it'll be setting the vibe. We'll be just we'll just be gravitating towards it. Yeah, I will be the it. vibe wave, and you will all just be riding it. Yes, I love it, boys. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you. See you guys, thanks, boys. See you, boys. Take Bye. care, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, that is good. They are good fun. That's good. The best curlers in the world asking you about your curling, your M check. <laughs> <laughs>
It's well, hilarious. I don't know, boys. I'm trying, but some days I just want to watch Netflix. <laughs> Um, I like how both times we've had Ben on, I've accidentally taken shots at him being a lead. Like, oh yeah, lead's easy. Just sleep, <laughs> throw these stress. And he's like, what the fuck? And I did it last time too, where I was like, oh yeah, the team I play with, they don't let me play anything other than lead because I suck. And Ben's like, oh yeah, I play lead. Oh shit. I always feel really bad. And then I text him and say, hey man, I'm sorry for, for saying that. Anyways. Yeah, that was a big uh, flex from him. That was awesome. Hey, that was awesome. Um, That's part of the interview. Before we get or keep going here, got to give some love to DoorDash. Ding dong. Mm. Liam. You want me to do it? Yeah. Where's that button? Do we have the button? No. No, I'd like to hear it. Live read. Yep. Ooh, live read. What? Again? Ding dong. Ding dong. (laughs) No, not questioning at the end. Ding dong? Yes. Now, yeah. Ding dong? Dude is a vibe. Ding dong is a vibe, Liam. Let's go. (laughs) Ding dong. There you go. That's, that's what we wanted. That uh, was way different. Promo code real life DD gets 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. I enjoy Use it with Oodle Noodle. I yeah. enjoy Liam. Thank you. You're that was the most man. toned down explanation of an Olympic village I've ever heard, by the way. How were the Olympics? Man, pretty good. Normally at the Olympics, they give away huge bowls of you know what's in common area mm-hmm. and that wasn't even mentioned no just going in raw dog you do not just go and hide in your rooms maybe when you're playing but when you're done it's the end of the bible it's revelations when you're done mm-hmm. it's the end of the bible mm-hmm. yeah, makes man. sense Isn't they the part of the bible sense? that's in bold hardboard beds a couple of olympics ago so oh, yeah, yeah yeah one person could be on them yeah that was something. Wanya, you certainly, you should have seen Mark Kennedy's face when you said your line about what you're going to do to the people of Calgary. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, knock all the chicks up. He thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying that because I know you're going to delete it. I'm not deleting that. I will leave it in there if you if you. No, so you won't. You'll put in a points bet, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> points bet Canada. Now, live in Ontario. You posted all the times that you removed the name of the golf course. I'm like, you know what? I respect the pettiness. I went all the way and then I respect what he's doing when I was in Nashville I had two people come up to me and they were like can I guess which course it was and I was like sure (laughs) and they both guessed wrong yeah I actually had a couple of people DM me to be like was it this course I was like no it's like really a shittier one than X it's like yes (laughs) I guess Uh, hilarious um, uh, hilarious. I wasn't, I wasn't on that episode. Can you give me kind of the loose call out about what, so what happened? The story was it was master's weekend. Bagged milk was like, Hey, no, let me tell the story. Oh, Cause Tyler's yeah. going to tell it wrong. Here we go. I said, let's go out for a round at, you can write it down at, and Jay and Tyler said, I would not golf at that fucking course. If you paid me a hundred dollars. So I said, I would have to pay you a hundred dollars plus your round to come golf with me just because you don't like the course. And then it turned into a thing. Tyler is too bougie. wanted all mentions of the course removed from the podcast. And I did exactly that. And we brought it up rapid fire for 14 about times. Minutes. I think Tyler doesn't want you to know how much he dislikes. You went, you went John wick on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> redacting things like you're like the North Korean government. You're just like, no, no, snip, no, uh-uh. Man. People listen to the podcast for the real talk. I'm actually, I individually cut every word you guys can say so that one day I'll just use AI to create new episodes of the podcast that go exactly how I want them to. As long as I still oh, get paid sweet. for it, I'm good with that. Wouldn't that be some? It's like how they're doing that where they like, hey, one day they'll like, the AI will be able to rap an Eminem song just like it's Eminem, even though he's not doing it. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you see, like, it's a big leap from where we are in AI now to that happening. Like, that's, that shit's not happening tomorrow morning. No. Right? Like, look at robotics. The only real time you're going to interact with a robot in day-to-day life is either like an ATM or like a Roomba. Right? And it's been around for 30 years. Like, AI is a long way away from being able to make better M&M wraps. I'm Fair. looking forward to it. Can't wait. Believe that, your M. Chuck. As much mm-hmm. as I'd love to replace you with a computer that also wears a romper and smiles heavily when drunk. Yep. It's we'll a just long program way off. You're yep. in no danger, my friend. We'll just program it to smile with teeth all the time. 
yeah. very cheery your rum chuck robot program the robot robot to always be drunk mm-hmm. and and put the vibe mode on yeah you know who's a vibe is our boy ben stelter Seven yes, and oh in the Ben Stelter era. Seven and oh, like what on earth? Oilers need to make did sure Patrick that Patrick Lalim in his rookie season. Your M check, you get that joke? Mm-hmm. I would like to see the Oilers rearrange their entire schedule to suit Ben's schedule to make sure that yes. he is available to go. I think that's very important. And we got to with the team. Yeah. Like the beauty is it's it's not just like like I, I love that the oil like what the Oilers are doing here. Like they're really embracing it. It's not just Ben's as a game. Like Ben's in the hallway high fiving them out on the ice. Like yeah. It's it's a real connected effort, and you just love to see it. And last night they showed Ben near the end of the game, part of the third period vibe. I was uh, tweeting about yesterday, and the whole barn just erupted. Yeah. It was fantastic. And then Zach Hyman post game shouted out Ben. That got the building going. His dad posted um, a very very adorable slash awesome video of Ben post game, just saying play La Bamba. I love it. Yeah, he knows. You ben know knows. what worked me up, Jay, was the odd company hat Connor was wearing in the photos. Oh, it's great. I texted one of the owners. Uh, I, I was so jealous. We don't even have a brewery. And I was like, those lucky bastards. I was so petty. Like your Amtrak when we're mentioning golf court. I wonder if they ever got him with the super spicy jerky like they did to us that one day, Jay. That was oh. a hell of a hat. Oh, that jerky was next level shit. Yeah. Nuclear. I, uh, yeah, McDavid was, uh, you're right. The odd company had and both of them just like hanging out with Ben unreal. I love it. Gangster. Ben rules. And Ben was roasting Ryder, apparently, which I really? respect too. Yeah. Saying yeah. Ryder's like, oh, you think Connor hang out with me? And Ben's like, uh, no, he hangs out with me, thanks, chief. And like knew that he was knocking Ryder. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did Doing stuff like this is not only good for the Bens of the world, bless their little hearts. It's good for the Oilers, too. Well, I like to see the community and just it's the city rallying for everyone as well. I love yeah, it. Yeah, everyone gets it's great. I love it very much. Like it's there's there's something happening. The other thing I also noticed, and it, it, it you know with this team now and kind of where they're at, like this, I think like that like going through the immense roller coaster and the insane lows that we had this season to now like where they're playing at right now, and we've got the Ben thing and the fans are all entered. I really feel like this team is now gelled as a as a unit. You can just see it like post game when they get together in the scrum, they're all fucking around with each other and they're all you know like. And they're all happy. Like there's like, there's some special happening here. I don't want to get too excited because I do that for a living already. But like, <laughs> I, I it, 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm getting some feelings here. They look yeah, like they're, they're having fun. Postseason. Well, exactly. Right. And they're playing for each other. Uh, and you're just, yeah, they're, they're, they themselves are a vibe right now and they're all in the same frequency. Great. You see your check, somebody else called them a vibe. So it's true. They didn't call themselves a vibe to a dormant magic. Numbers. Somebody else has to call you a vibe. And the magic number is you know, only a two. Looks, look, look, who looks like a vibe on the team is Yamamoto. He's so funny yeah. on the ice. Yeah. He's got the he's floor. Loose. I like when he's barking pregame. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like the, uh, and Mike Smith meow. I That's like the, the uh, we're our thing. We were getting our we're getting things. We're doing the thing. Like all the teams, like the caps and all, like they've got their like hallway rituals and stuff. Like we're getting all that shit before. It was just everyone like pouty face walking on and off the ice too cool for school. Now everyone's like fucking loosening up and, and having fun. Like, I don't know, man, there's, there's something happening this season. I like the three boys. That Cody CC and Cooper Marodi drop a song together. We're going to the finals. I'll just say it. Yeah. I'd listen to that. I'd make it my ringtone. It could be our playoff song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm making mine. The, well, one, did you listen to the I listen. German? I listen. Pen? It's awesome. <laughs> and the, everything about it, I was like, the fact that they, this is actually like reasonably good quality. I thought it was going to be way worse. Like I, they, they clearly record music together. It's yeah, so yeah, fun. Yeah, they're a legit band. <laughs> April, I thought it was April just like 24th. we got together and made a song, but they're yeah, like a one legit. One of the guys is in a band. He's been in a band yeah. for like 15 years. Yes. <laughs> I very much enjoy it. It is, it is exactly what you hope a German When is that drop, Jay? Like, I'm sorry. April 24th. So, yeah, next, so hopefully we can clinch and then we'll drop it uh, next week. Magic numbers at two. That's exactly. That's, I like it too because we can remix it down the road and like pay homage to it, but tweak it kind of and stuff. 
Everybody's going to be saying join the nation. I can tell you that much right now. Uh, oh, man. Uh, you don't uh, understand. People who don't plan trips for their team websites will never understand the effort that goes into having, like, we didn't just meet these German guys yesterday and they dropped the song. This has been an elaborate ritual of intercontinental travel for years now. Years in the making. Yeah. You can't hurry this shit. It takes time, people. It takes time. It's organic. It's natural. They have to think about their experiences, both here and there. Yeah. They drop fire. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Shout out to DoorDash. Shout out to Points Bet Canada as well. We're doing a neat little thing that will be announced in uh, the next little bit here regarding the playoffs and our friends at Points Bet. So we got that coming. Shout out to the HGA group as well. Liam, you got that extra ready. Shout out to Ben Hebert and Mark Kennedy as well for joining us. I think Beauty. we're gonna I think we're gonna do some fun stuff with them going forward. Uh, this has been episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. No, we should. We just should. We yeah. should just. Are they Points Bet guys? guys? Uh, I, 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 I think, I think Ben is, but I think there'll be a connection there. Like, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but I believe yeah, there yeah, will yeah. be a team affiliation. We On should, the whole, we're all points bet guys. You know, when they do the grand slam of curling, they got like all those sponsors all over there, like jackets. We should get Oilers nation on there. Well, we should, yeah, I'm sure. should my, my cousin Rocky used us. Well, I think pre pandemic was sponsoring Botcher's team. So I'm wondering if that's going to come back get mm-hmm. Downs transport on their knees and maybe an Oilers Nation, cheeky Oilers Nation logo somewhere. We didn't even get to ask them about winning the Briar down a guy. Uh, neither of those two would have been on that team. Just the other guy they've picked up Actually, was. Hebert lost to that Yeah, guy. Hebert lost to that team, so good thing you didn't bring it up. Oh, shit. Good Gosh, briefing, bullet, boys. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> all right. That's good three. thing I told that funny story about knocking up all them Calgary chicks. Episode 371 of the Real Life Podcast. We are absolutely ending in on that note. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.